This is episode eight of This Is Us 2 with Mary and Blake. You're right. Mom did favor me. She did. Showered me with attention, took my side more often than not. And I ate every bit of her love up. Ate it up like Pac-Man. <laughs> know why? Because the one person I wanted it from the most... You know, back there with those people. It's the first time in 36 years you said the words, He's my brother. I know that can't be. Claiming me. My brother. Well, then that really sucks. From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And, you know, I'm not sure if I really miss all those early rivalries in sports. I mean, oh, well, really? I, I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe I do. I, are maybe you kidding? You are a Red Sox Patriots fan. Yeah, you live for rivalries. And you can even see that I'm even uh, wearing a Red Sox shirt right now. And if you're we, watching the Facebook and, Live, and yes. We are on Facebook Live doing this show as we speak. So I'm quite happy about Yay. that. Yay. All right. So... This episode, rivalries. Hey, caramba. Yeah, you know, I I actually quite um, related to this episode because I have a very tenuous relationship with one of my siblings. And you know, she may even be watching this on Facebook Live now. And that's okay. Uh, because truth is truth and it is what it is. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, it's hard it's hard uh, having a, one of those tough relationships, you know, as an adult or as a, as a youngster. Yeah, you know, both. <laughs> yeah, no matter what, it's hard. <laughs> and I'm I'm even having kind of a hard time speaking about it now because, you know, it, it's um, it's frustrating, especially when you don't really talk to that sibling, and it hurts, and it it, it takes so much effort to not talk to that person. It takes so much effort to always be angry and always feel like, screw you, um, and always feel like, I just wish that... You know, it's funny, because you feel like you wish things would just be better. But then you've just wished that person would just go away. <laughs> would that make it better? And it's tiring. It's tiring being angry, and it takes up so much space in your head. Um, you know, it's a good thing to, to note that, you know, my, my sibling and I, we've kind of figured it out a little bit, but, and that's a great, that's a good thing. Right. Um, but it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's very hard. And I, uh, so you I, felt it in this episode. I really felt it in this episode because man, you just cut that tension and you can, you can feel how it's a much more complex 
relationship than mm-hmm. just it's much more complex than just it's my brother and I hate him. Correct. You know, Correct. and uh, and that I, that's how I feel like a lot of these familial issues are. I feel like that's how it starts off very small. Mm-hmm. It starts off with something very small and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it just builds and builds and builds and then it gets to a point where you're like, I don't even know how to fix this now. I don't right. even know where to begin. It's it, The layers are so thick. It's the, the onion is so big and it's so deep. Peeling just a small layer off or peeling just a, you know, uh, 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 a... Uh, a few little like blooming onions off, mm-hmm. that ain't gonna fix anything. Nope. Because you're the freaking Titanic. You sank. <laughs> you, you hit the you hit the iceberg forty years ago, and you don't even know where to go anymore. Well, Randall and Ken, uh, Randall and Kevin hit that iceberg, and a lot came out in this episode. Oh, so my let's get into the show. Let's do it. So, Blake, break it down for me. Tell me some of the details about this episode, episode 107. Episode 107 is titled The Best Washing Machine in the World. Woohoo! The whole world, sorry. And I will give them credit for an extremely cool title. (laughs) Never would have thought of this for an entire episode of This Is Us. I doubt there are any other episodes out there in television history that are named this no i no the, the only thing <laughs> the only creative. other episode title that i thought was more creative mm-hmm. is the leftovers penultimate episode the most powerful man in the world and his, and his twin brother there you go that's the only other episode uh the director was silas howard uh directed a couple of ep- different uh, episodes of television on transparent on amazon and the fosters on abc which actually has a connection to oh. this is us a lot of people that worked on, on this is us have worked on the fosters very cool and uh, the writer was kj steinberg who uh, created mistresses on abc mm-hmm. gossip girl and was also the creator of the nine uh, so okay. that is um, uh, a thing of note. And um, so that's that. Those are the details. All right. Lemonade rating time. I give this episode a solid 4.5 out of five lemonades. I enjoyed a lot about this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few things that shocked me and I overall really enjoyed it. I did not cry. Um, but I had a lot of feels nonetheless. So good 4.5. How about you? I'm giving this one a 4.2. Okay. I, this was not, this was not the last episode, uh, where I give it a four, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't feel that this episode was as good as the first initial few runs of episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I feel like that's okay because we're in we're in episode seven. There, I believe there are eighteen episodes for the first season, so we're getting to the to the middle here. The middle ground. We're just about getting to the yeah. middle. Yeah. Uh, so you you always start off good, then you have the middle the middle bits, and then you end well. Generally, for most television, especially on network television, that's mm-hmm. how it goes. And it, it's hard to avoid that. I mean, when you're writing eighteen or twenty two or twenty four episodes of television for one season, I mean, think Outlander, Outlander has 13 episodes per season. Uh Lost has uh Lost has, you know, had 22 episodes, but it got so, to the point where it like had to bring it down to 14 eventually, right? Mm-hmm. So, um that's how that's how that goes. So, I, it's it's only a matter of time before you have to get into that little lull. My darling, what do you get for your GBG? 
All right. My good was I love um, how Beth can be so brutally honest about Kevin and how he and Randall are never together. I just love Beth. I mean, I'm all about the Beth talking to Randall in that kitchen saying, you guys didn't really go on a run together. You never even hang out together. You've been in this house how long? And you two are never actually in the same room together alone Mm -hmm. so that was my good uh because i'm just loving on beth (laughs) my bad is rebecca is on the naughty list Uh holy smoke so first off she calls off dinner with randall and kevin because miguel has what is it gout or something your boy miguel he's not my boy totally not my boy especially in this episode so rebecca calls off dinner when i wanted to say girlfriend you can still come you can still come to dinner with your sons, but I just didn't like that. And uh, I cannot wait to see what happens when she checks her voicemail when Beth called her out on somehow already having a connection with William. Hmm. And my great was the fact that Kevin and Randall finally pulled up that rug that they've swept everything underneath for the past, what, 36 years of their life. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really started to be honest with one another. Yep. How about you? What was your good? Uh, my good. I thought was uh, Randall's line where he was like, you got high with my wife. Well, that, that's cool. Like, I just I thought that was such a, a, a fun way to acknowledge the fact that they were eating edibles, you know, mm-hmm. both um, both Beth and William and how they they just um, they were just chilling out together, which was ultimately lends up to Rebecca being on the naughty list, of course, uh, the bad, the bad. I hate to keep saying this. I can't. I can't stay. I, I can't stand um, saying this. Mm-hmm. But Kate's story is just killing me. That's okay. Killing me uh, because it's just another episode that's just entire for her entirely focused on her weight. Listen, I get it. I am overweight. And you know, I'm not proud to admit that, but it is what it is. And I understand how losing weight and everything can eat at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it didn't, but it, it can eat at you and it can be your whole life. I can get that. But this is a television show, number one. So, but also, like when she is staring at Toby's dessert, it's just, do we need to see that i i just i don't know it's i just want kate to be the awesome character that she really is Mm -hmm. like when she got a great job or when she was having that really big problem with her mom and 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 her well she's hinting at the bad parts of her relationship with her mother or they have the great episode with her and her dad's ashes and watching football i know i said that last episode but i want more of that not just i think we're gonna get more i think we're gonna get that everybody can have the the main storyline at the same time but my great my great is that now we've got some real uh meat with with kevin and it's not just about him being the pretty boy or Mm -hmm. being like oh i'm i'm doubting myself you know it's and having all of that play out with randall i mean Mm -hmm. between the football game and in the dinner as they were going switching back and forth between them being kids and them being at the dinner that was awesome but the real genius the real meat the real great behind all of this in my opinion is that um Again, like I said, it's not cut and dried. It's not uh, guys who don't get along. They're not just brothers who hate each other. It's 
there, there's a lot more emotional complexity because that brilliant shot of Randall at the end, staring as a kid, staring at his brother's empty bed. Oh, that was so heartbreaking. Oh, my goodness. And I guess it kind of played out into itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, after him saying, listen, you're the, you're the one person I wanted all of this from. I wanted all the love from you. But just seeing that represented mm-hmm. as opposed to Randall telling us, but seeing it have, and even, even Kevin as a kid looking out in, in lonely in the, in the basement at the end of the episode. I mean, Oh man, that was, that was truly, truly excellent. You know, this episode was so much about pain and pain that was being swept under the rug. Um, there were other things that seemed like they were little little starters. And I'm, I'm really interested for people who listen to this podcast who've been watching the show all along, who know what's going to happen. There were little things sprinkled here or there that I'm interested to see play out. I'm a little nervous about, but the meat of the matter was pain. Sure. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. Pain with the big three. Um, you know... Kate's pain is this battle with weight. And I know that it is what it is, but let's be real. When you battle weight, you battle weight all day, Mm -hmm. every day. Sure. You know, I was talking about it (laughs) with a friend of mine because I've been trying to be good. And I said, I think about food. I think about food and it's crazy. Like I'm not even hungry. And that's why I'm, I'm giving Kate a break that so much of her personal storyline is revolving around weight. Mm-hmm. And it broke my heart when she saw Toby delving in or to that, that dessert at the dinner table when he said, <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I'll be alongside you. And she said, no, it's okay. I can handle this. You can get dessert. I know you want to get dessert. And he had that delicious chocolatey cookie marshmallowy thing. And she was just watching him eat it. And then when she stopped at the convenience store, on oh, the way I home, know. and if you <laughs> have ever been a little cheat on eating well, Maybe you two have walked inside the gas station and gotten yourself. I told Blake, I said, oh, I hope she doesn't get a Three Musketeers because that's what I get. <laughs> On my bad days when I was being naughty at a gas station, it would be the Three Musketeers. So I, there's pain. There's pain in there. She thought she had a teammate. You know, going into even how Randall and Kevin are on opposite teams. Mm-hmm. Kate thought she finally had a teammate. She didn't. She hasn't gone through this weight battle with her brothers. Mm-hmm. She's gone through it alone. She didn't go through it with either of her parents. She's gone through it alone. And she now feels alone again. And so I really, a big part of me broke for her in this episode to see her delve into that donut because it was like, at least I'm not alone. Right. I, and I know I, I'm famous for Swiss cake rolls <laughs> or, or Swiss rolls, whatever the heck they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Like the little Debbie Swiss roll. Debbie, oh, yes. my goodness. <laughs> I, I am intensely famous for those. Um, and it's funny, too. And as much as I can relate to the whole thing with Randall and with Kevin, I can relate to Kate in that when I eat the Swiss rolls, I love myself for doing it and I absolutely hate myself for doing it. And it, it's one of those uh, things that just builds on itself. It's like, okay, well, I had this. Might as well just keep going. Like, might as well. And that's what I'm nervous about. That's what I'm nervous to see in these next episodes about how she handles that if she continues this binge. Oh, yeah. I, I think we're, we're pretty... I'm pretty confident in saying that there's going to be a breakdown. Crap. 
There's no chance. There's no chance. <laughs> that she could stop with just one little mini donut? No way. No oh. way. And I was so proud of her seeing her with all the, the little notes and everything all portioned out on the thing. And you saw her just world collapse when she's like, I lost a pound and a quarter. Oh. And Toby's like, in a quarter. Yes. And yes. You know, I, I love Toby. I, I think he is I'm starting great. to not love Toby. Well, you see, the problem with Toby right now is that he did something that he probably kind of shouldn't have done, which is binged, binged. after major weight loss. And, yes. And saying, you know, to Kate, but he also did the exact right thing too. Just like when I'm with you, I'll eat what I want to eat. And I mean, I'll eat what you eat and we'll be, we'll do this together and we'll be good together. But when I'm, oh, I just depriving myself just ain't going to work. Well, it's kind of fibbing and it's not being a true teammate. So I'm not on the Toby train right now. Okay? But here, I'm a little miffed. <laughs> devil's advocate a little bit. Kate admits to Toby, well, we started dating because I, you said I was going to, I was going to have a teammate in this. I was going to have a partner. Mm-hmm. She's only dating him because he was trying to lose weight. No, no. That's the way it came off. That's the way it feels. I don't think so. I think that it's easier for her. You know, it's just like someone who is battling any kind of addiction. It's really hard if you're going to be with someone who divulges in what you're addicted to. So for her to be able, she's trying to focus on her weight at this point. You can kind of only focus on one or two things at a time. And so I think that was her way of saying, I can't focus on a relationship and this weight loss and give the relationship my all unless it's in tandem with this weight loss journey, Mm -hmm. because then I can do this because this is going to take a lot of attention. So I feel that pain. And then of course, course this episode's pain between randall and kevin and i loved how this episode made you feel for both of them Mm -hmm. it got you to feel where where randall was able to say like listen man i've been trying i have been trying and i do not know why i feel this way you know why you've treated me this way seeing him as a young teenager going with the cookies and the and the <laughs> yoo-hoo downstairs trying to just be friendly with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, you have Kevin who, yes, he brings Randall to this super trendy bar that Randall doesn't know anybody in. And, and that was on purpose, by um, the way. On purpose slash I also feel like it was Ke- somewhere that Kevin felt comfortable. He felt comfortable there. So he, that, maybe he was excited. Maybe it's one of the places that he likes to eat and he likes the food there. Maybe he did just go so he could take some selfies with people. I don't necessarily (laughs) know, but it made him feel good. And I don't know about you, but when I'm with someone that I'm uncomfortable with, I want to feel good about myself. I put on good makeup. I put on my power shirt that is teal. I'm just going to bring that up. I totally wear my power shirt. I'm like teal for days. Teal. (laughs) Like, and I, and if I could choose where we'd go, I'd go somewhere that I felt good. I'd go somewhere that I could say, ooh, this is the good thing to get in the menu. I'd wave hi to the chef because if I would know the chef, I would do. I would have done the same exact thing. So I'm mm-hmm. not throwing Kevin under the bus. But he never once introduced people to Randall. Yes. Like, didn't even say, this is Randall. Nonetheless, this is my brother Randall. Mm-hmm. Taking selfies, saying hi with people. And then we find out that Randall never once watched the show. <laughs> never once. Not even once. Not not even close to once. But there's pain. There's pain there. Because he easily could have watched a show. They have multiple TVs in that house. We know Randall likes to watch TV. His kids watch watch his kids watch the Manny. His biological father watches the Manny. Mm -hmm. He chose not to watch the Manny. 
on purpose. Right. And that's because what of I, the pain. And that's what I was talking about with your sibling. That that pain makes you do a lot of stupid stuff and makes you say a lot of stupid crap. Um or it, not say. <laughs> or not say. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes you purposely say F you because I don't want to deal with you. I don't even want to be around you. I don't want anything having to do with your mm-hmm. pre- your life force. Mm-hmm. Just get out of my life. And that's sad. And, and, and that – but one of the sneaky things that this episode did, which I really liked, was it showed you exactly what it was trying to get at early on in the episode, which was, if you remember, Randall was on the phone with Rebecca. And Rebecca was saying, and obviously we as the viewer couldn't hear the conversation, but Rebecca was saying to Randall, hey, can't make it to dinner tonight. Yeah, sorry, you know, your, your boy Miguel's got He's gout. Got my boy. <laughs> He's got gout. Um, can't make it. And as Randall is talking to Rebecca, we have Kevin in the background. Hey, is that mom? Hey, mom, can I say hi? Yeah, just, you, let, let me let me say hi to her real quick. Da, 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 da. And Randall isn't giving it to him. Nope. Randall's ignoring him. Kevin isn't able to talk to his mother. All he wants is the love from his mother. All yes. he wants to do is hear from his mother because God knows the last time he heard from his mother. <sighs> Did that hurt? Didn't that hurt so much? It does. And at the time, you think it's Randall being a dick. And it kind of is Randall being a dick. But it's more like Randall and Rebecca are just consumed. Yeah, I saw it. I didn't see it as Randall being rude. I saw it as Randall is not going to force his mom to talk to Kevin. Sure. Yeah, I mean that that's that's certainly possible. You know, like Rebecca didn't say hand the phone to Kevin. Right. So oh, f- Kevin's there. Let, let me talk to him. Yes. Yeah, because that, that also entails the fact that she knows that Kevin yes. is there, and she did not call Kevin at all, regardless. Yes, that's all I'm getting at. I feel like Randall was just like, "I'm in this awkward position, so I'm just going to act like I don't really hear you, yeah, and I'm just going to hang up this phone," because he knows deep down inside that yes, Rebecca is talking to him. Rebecca and he see each other, and it's not the same for Kevin. And so for that to really come out, for Kevin to be able to say that that mom treated you differently, yeah. mom you know liked you more and I always wanted her attention and then for Randall to say yeah of course I was showered you're right mom mom gave me that attention Mm -hmm. but all I wanted was actually that attention you know from Kevin Mm -hmm. I totally agree so at the end of this episode they have some bro time chilling in the basement (laughs) in Kevin's new digs yeah right and I loved that and that for me is something that I get to have in my sibling relationship. Sure. Me and my brother can duke it out. Poof, Blake's heard it. Blake has heard it. <laughs> we almost didn't go to Star Wars Episode Seven because of that. <laughs> we can duke it out. I bought tickets months in advance. <laughs> months. <laughs> I was desperately awaiting my favorite franchise directed by my favorite director, J.J. Abrams, and we were milliseconds to not going. <laughs> <sighs> I was waiting three years for that. Oil film. and water. Oh, and uh, we had quite the conversation. But on the flip side, because we're siblings who grew up getting into little fights and tiffs here and there growing up, we also recover quite easily. And I was sure. really happy to see Kevin and Randall recover. Now, the couple of things that I said were sprinkled in this episode that I'm interested to see more about. Mm-hmm. Miguel, why are you flirting with the secretary? You're a married man with kids. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that might be the reason why he's divorced. And... Or no longer married. No we don't one. know what happened well, to Miguel's he, wife. Well, we, I mean, he's no longer married, no matter what. I mean, no matter what, he's yes, now correct. married to Rebecca. Correct. In the future. In the future. So many tenses for us to... <laughs> I know. So many timelines. <laughs> All I can think of is this. Well, we're going. We don't need roads. We Seriously. Have, we have to go back to the Seriously. future. Seriously. It's crazy. Uh, so it, I think that's, that shows you where, it, where, it's, where it's going. So, of course, we have that. That was planted. We have Rebecca now joining the band. Was that bandmate a little excited to see her? Possibly, I don't know. But now she's going to have this extracurricular activity. The kids are teenagers. She can have more time to do her thing again. She's good at it. Jack, some big things happening on at work. Mm -hmm. It's the first time that he forgets to kiss her. Oh, man. Trouble is a brewing in the Pearson marriage. Right? And it's small. It's little. Even with that stupid secretary chain touching yes. his button and your wife should have got that. Oh I wanted God. to rip that girl's face. Apart. Right. Like, get out of here, dude. So we've got these sprinklings. I just feel like something ain't right. And if they go down that road of Jack doing something with this secretary, I'm going to be a little disappointed. But I think your boy Miguel is probably going to go down that road. I think and Miguel's not already been going down that road. <laughs> My goodness so gracious. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that oh by the way the guy that um, Rebecca is flirting with yes the bandmate yes it's the guy from True Blood the guy that turns oh, yes. into, uh, spoiler alert that turns into the dog but the one big thing we cannot leave this episode without mentioning is William has spilled the beans to Beth oh hey girl hey a little bit of brownie action and there you go it is pretty much true serum verit serum oh my god how do I say how do I say that word. <gasps> Veritas serum. Veritas serum. I think, Thank you. Yeah, Veritas serum. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, Veritas serum. You're a wizard, Harry. Okay, like you can't hold it back. You couldn't hold it back in uh, Hogwarts, and you can't hold it back now. That's what was really in it. It was just pot brownie liquid. Th- this is this should be a PSA in why you don't do edibles. <laughs> this, one time, I I I I took an edible, and I I I had a whole cookie. Are we? Are you allowed to be like? Um, imprisoned for saying this no, out loud no no i took i, okay. I had a whole cookie i'm such a goody two-shoe i don't know <laughs> and you're only supposed to have a half a cookie i guess and i you williamed it i not only did i william it i thought my 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 eyes were gonna burst out of my face my heart was pumping yes i was on the verge of wigging out i was gonna wig out so note so, to self the more you know the more you know don't do edibles the more you know because edibles do bad things and beth Look at Beth in her high state, calling up Rebecca, wicked late at night, doesn't care. She was just snuggling outside in her little blankie, and she's like, nope, I'm going to take care of business, because mm-hmm. that's what Beth does. Love Beth. Love Beth. Love everything about her. And I love the fact that she's like, he's my husband. I have to tell him. That was amazing for her to do that, because you know that there's some people who would sit there and they'd say, ooh, let me think about it. This could really hurt his feelings. This could really hurt his relationship with his adopted mother. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need any more strain. You just had your foot. Nope. Her initial instant response was, of course I have to tell my husband. And we talked about pain a little bit earlier. And I wonder if William has pain, with, not from cancer or whatever, but from the idea that he's been withholding this truth from Randall ever oh God, since they met and i wonder if that was just his mechanism the edibles were just his mechanism <laughs> to get that info out to just get it out in the open and you know damn the torpedoes we're gonna do we're gonna do what we need to do yeah. right and i 
don't think it's a coincidence now that that information has been let out. And you know that it's going to get back to Randall. Without Dolores Umbridge. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what, what did she make them write? On their arms? <laughs> I will not tell lies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that... You're a wizard. <laughs> that deserves another one. Um, I don't think it's coincidence that, that information is going to get to Randall. And obviously, there's going to be a conversation between Randall Major. And, Major. and Rebecca. And I don't think it's a coincidence that that relationship between the two is going to get strained. And who just happens to be... There, the Manny, the Manny is there, <laughs> and their relationship will now blossom. Who because though? Of who this. will it be? Ra- will Randall cling to Kevin, or will Rebecca then cling to Kevin? No, 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 no. No, Randall will cling to Kevin. And <gasps> Love he, it. Randall will get the relationship that he's always wanted, and Kevin will probably get the relationship with his mother, the recognition that he that he's always wanted. And here is something else I think the writers did. They put in that little scene with teeny bopper Kate and Randall being like the eyeliner face, the eyeliner face, which I thought was a great callback. (laughs) Yes. Great. Fantastic little throw. throw Where Randall came in and said, how do I bond with Kevin? Right. And I don't think it's a coincidence that they're showing that because I feel like Kate is going to have to come in who's already having a strained relationship with her mother and be the peacemaker between all three. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. And I also think that we're going to see all three Pearson kids together very soon. Can't wait. Because of all of this. I hope so. So that is, that's my, that's my guess. Some people are shaking their heads saying interesting to us because they, they know that we know nothing, Jon Snow. So (laughs) it's true. Guys, thank you. Thank you for joining us in this episode because this sure was fun. You ready to close it out? I sure am. All right, let's do it. Once again, this is a podcast, and podcasts are fantastic for those of you who know what a podcast is. Hmm. But you want to know something wicked sad? A lot of people don't listen to podcasts, I know. Who do they listen to in the car? Who do they listen to at the gym? Radio. Who do they listen to, you know, just chilling out, acting all cool, shooting people after school? I don't know either. So you need to tell your friends. If you enjoy This Is Us, please, 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 maybe mention us on Facebook. Maybe tell your friends at the supermarket or you're just chilling out at your coworkers and they say, what are you listening to now? Say, I'm checking out this new podcast with this girl, Marion Blake. Or so. tell them to go to MarionBlake.com and check out all of our podcasts, including go. This Is Us Too, where you can see all of our episodes there as well. For now, I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with, like, basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network. Only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.